from the basement of Rubies on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes of the pros from Dover, cake. my name is Matt, and that is Jim Hey, how you doing, man? You know, I've been better. Um, yeah. We'll we'll get into that. A uh, lot of stuff to talk to talk about. Um, I uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of lot a lot of stuff. I, I do want to I do want to commend um, and I, I will not uh, I will not dox this person on the podcast because he's been uh, perfectly perfectly fine human being. But uh, yeah, uh, my uh, my car got hit uh, about a week and a half ago. Oh, you didn't uh, tell me that in a, I didn't in know. a parking lot. Yeah, and okay. um, the guy uh, got got a couple quotes and uh, the guy uh, Venmoed me the money today and he. Uh, did not need to do any of that because he could have just driven away because I was not in my car at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just want to say, uh, and because I don't want to be like, oh, blah, 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 hit my car. Like, it's not somebody anybody I think around here would know, but, like, it's, it's I don't want to be that right. guy. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But um, I do want to say uh, the the one kind of sh- nice shining thing this week at, in, a, in a week full of crap is that there are... Uh, still decent and honest people out there who uh, will hit your car in a parking lot and then slip a note under your uh, windshield and then uh, Venmo you the money to fix your bumper. So that's, that that's is really pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I am very, very happy. I think. Uh, <laughs> so, told- so, so here's a shout out to you, random bad driver. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I was, uh, um, I was, I was pleasantly surprised when there was a note and then I was more pleasantly surprised that the conversation was a very cordial yeah, and uh, of course you know uh, so I was I was was happy about that um, and that uh, this concludes the list of things that I'm happy about this week <laughs> yeah I made some really good aloe gobi yes that's yeah. good yeah yeah I oh, mean it's, that's not a complaint but yeah um, yeah so we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, I think uh, there's there's a big looming one that we are going to wait until segment two to talk about because Yvonne Siegel is going to join us. Yes. Um, which uh, the um, you know there's been a lot of talk about uh, Haslam Sports Group um, about uh, the Columbus Crew and about the the reaction to. Um, the Roe versus Wade decision. Uh, yeah, the Dobbs decision. The Dobbs decision. Excuse yeah. me. The overturning yeah, well, of Roe sure. versus yeah, Wade yeah. In, in the uh, Supreme Court. Um, and we both had a conversation earlier today that, as uh, two uh, white dudes, maybe we should uh, have another voice on the podcast that isn't just us yes. uh, to discuss that. Maybe, and maybe like a half decibel or a decibel higher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, we we were uh, we we. Really reached out uh, to one of our very good friends, uh, Yvonne, and she is going to come on um, to provide uh, the perspective of somebody who um, 
might have a better perspective. Yeah, well, just you know, <laughs> yeah. my my whole thing, and 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 not that I don't have my own opinions on this, but but I think that it is important, especially um, when you're somebody like me that um, usually doesn't have these sort of things happen to you. That you listen to people who uh, are in those communities. And, yes, and, and yes. Those, those that's how you know. Listen, listen, listen okay. to women. Listen to minorities. Listen to to to, to people of of. Uh, you know, in in different communities, when when the things, while while it you know, it, it certainly is is troubling, um, and it certainly is um, you know very very concerning. Uh, and and there's I have a lot of other opinions, but I want to save them from we actually discuss yes, them yes. on the show. Um, <clears throat> Shorthand I, I, for what Matthew was saying is that for me personally, I'm a 58 year old man who has never had children and uh-huh. had a vasectomy about 10 years ago, so. My opinion on this as a citizen might be worthwhile, but my opinion on this as someone who might procreate is completely worthless. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I also uh, don't have kids. Um, uh, and uh, my, yeah, well, my ghiblies are none of your business. Um, yeah, there you but go. Uh, you know, it's 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 one of those things where I, you know, I think I think that it's important that we don't just have to. You know. Yeah, that we're not hectoring to like half the population. Yeah, so so um, Yvonne's going to come on in segment two. We're going to talk to her about this, uh, and then we'll we'll obviously have you yeah, know, we'll, we'll ca- talk about our own opinions as well. And of course, yeah, those but lines, I kind of want to talk about the Haslam's in other contexts as well. But we can go into that yes, later. That's going to be segment two. So uh, yeah. fair warning: when you hear the bump music after this segment, um, if you don't want to hear about that. We will put notes in the show notes as to the length of time of segment two, and if you don't want to listen to that, that's totally fine. We'll we'll put you to bed. I think you probably should. Yeah, and, um, and if you've never heard Jim use bad language, which just seems inconceivable. Yeah, there will be a lot of swears. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yes. uh, a lot of swears. Yeah, uh, yeah, so more than we normally fucking do. Right now, segment one of the pros from Dover. This is uh, we want to talk about um, the Crew Rail Salt Lake match. Um, yeah, which, which was at ten o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, I do want to say thank you. Um, and and in the interest of full disclosure, uh, which I think most people who listen to this show know, I work for Saucy Brew Works. Really? Um, yeah, I know. Weird, huh? <laughs> yeah. But we did a uh, we did a watch party with uh, Nordeka uh, as um, um, a fundraiser for the Nordeka Tifo Fund. Um, right. Obviously, before yeah. everything dropped last week, uh, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, obviously, we we had we had agreed that that was going to be what we were doing this for, and and uh, we will have other fundraisers for other appropriate uh, charities going forward. Both uh, I, I've already seen with Nordeco, which we'll talk about in segment two. Yep, um, but and with Saucy as well. Um, but uh, getting into uh, the match. Um, had a really great turnout. Um, we don't usually get huge crowds for crew games, only because we're usually pretty busy on Saturday nights around seven thirty. Sure, yeah. Um, we had about 50, 60 people show up. That's awesome. Um, which I was I was very very pleased with. Uh, a lot of people who I'd not met before. A handful of people who I had uh, met on Twitter before, but never. So a uh, big shout out to uh, to Ben, aka Drunky Juice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On, he was in Twitter. Ta- he was in town. He yeah. didn't tell me he was in town. Oh yeah, yeah. He was in town for I guess for Comfest. Yeah, he, and uh, I didn't know. He 
he texted Ryan, your roommate, and he yeah. was like, "Hey, where are you watching the match?" And Ryan was like, "Saucy Brewworks. It's like, it's like four blocks away from Goodale Park." And and he was like, "I'll be there." And so we had a really great conversation. I've I've only ever interacted I, with him online. I so. feel like I probably know this guy and yeah. just have not put a face to his Twitter handle. Yeah, I I. Mean, I, I, I Maybe in passing had met him before, but it, we had yeah, never really I mean, had I, like a like an actual conversation. Right, so right. It was yeah, super I mean, cool I, to, I, I, I mean, I think we've established that just by dint of age and geography, my crew fandom goes back a little bit further than yours. Yeah. So it's it's likely that he might be he might predate your crew fandom. Oh, by, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, that's yeah. that is that is, I think, um, more likely than not. Um, yeah. But, so let's get into the match. Let's talk about that <laughs> for a second I gotta, here. I gotta, I gotta tell you. Yeah. Well, I told. I've already told you. I might as well tell the listeners. Yeah. It was at ten ten thirty on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I did not watch the game. It's mm-hmm. very difficult for me to watch away games yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, and I don't go to bars that much. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure I was making dinner for my. Well, no, I had made dinner for my girlfriend. Jeez, if you're eating at ten o'clock at night. Well, we uh, usually eat around eight or so. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fair um, no blue plate special yet. No, 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 not yet. Yeah, yeah. I'll have the Salisbury steak. I walked the- across from her house and we went to the MCL cafeteria. But don't dox her. I didn't say which one. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize there was more than one. I mean, I think there's more than one well, maybe, MCL maybe, cafeteria in Columbus. No, it's it's like a joke because I was we were driving around on Sunday, and I told her that when my mom moved to town and we'd be driving around, she'd be like, look, there's the dollar store. And I'm like, Mom, the city has like a million people. There's like $150 stores. There's two MCL cafeterias <laughs> in Columbus. So, um, yeah. Let me guess. Is one on Bryce Road? Uh, no. <laughs> one's on East Main and Whitehall. Well, the other one's on the, the yeah, other yeah, one's yeah. in Kingsdale. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't anyway, know. Um, yeah. So I did not watch this game, and it was zero zero. And I, so my buddy Dave, who mm-hmm. friend of the pod, I talk about him all the time. He messaged me and our other buddy, who sits with us, the next day, and um, I said I completely forgot that the crew played. And he, <laughs> <laughs> he said something about how. Like, he fast-forwarded through. He had recorded the match, and he fast-forwarded And I'm like, if if even Justin Miram had scored, I would have watched at least the highlights. Yeah. But I, why, why, am, I, why no, am I spending time watching this? There were there were not a lot of real highlights in this game. Eli Room, I think, had a good game. Um, okay. Stop four shots, uh, you which, go. you know, that's that's positive. Crew only put one on frame for the entire game. Um Really, I think you know, and, and it shows. Uh, Salt Lake had a little bit of an edge on on possession. Yeah. yeah. Um, everything else, it was pretty even as far as everything else goes, and and it was one of those matches where, especially going out west, knowing that you've got to go, you're flying from Salt Lake to Toronto. Yeah. To play again tomorrow night. Yes. Um, you're kind of in, and you've got that many players out with injuries. Well, didn't okay. Santos and uh, Mensa both played, right? I think you're correct. Yes, yes. yes. Um, Santos did. Yes, uh, Mensa did. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Santos got subbed off, but yes, they, I mean, they both played. Okay, so uh, my one comment about this game is that taken in isolation, a draw away against a team that's like I think. Salt Lake are fourth in the West. I think that's probably yeah. I mean, correct. they're they're I can, pretty I can pull they're, that up real they're quick pretty here. they're ranked pretty highly in the West. 
Um, they're second in the West right now. Oh, that's right. They yeah, would yeah, have yeah. been potentially fourth ish. Yeah, before they're the, they're before the they're weekend. like they're like right ahead of Austin now. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So taken in isolation, going away to Salt Lake and drawing a team that's that high up in the standings is not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, we need to start winning matches. We do. We do. <laughs> Um, That's all I got to say. Uh, I think, and, and we can kind of get more into this in the third the third segment because right. I, I know we're not going to do another show between um, the uh, the two matches this weekend. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna basically preview both the uh, Toronto game and the LA game um, before before this is all said and done. Mm-hmm. But I, looking at this game, it was it was fine for an away match. Yeah. I, I, there were there were multiple times during this match where I felt like it could have gone either way, um, but going playing at uh, I'm sorry Philadelphia I, I don't know why I said LA um, we're playing Philadelphia on Sunday not, yep. not Los Angeles um, but uh, going going and playing away at altitude um, you know and then going having to go right back from that. With a bunch of players out and injured, taking a point, I'm I'm fine with that. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm fine yeah, with it. But you know, but we're gonna have to step up that kind of game. Oh, we have to start winning away games. Yes, a hundred percent. We have to start winning away because games. we haven't won enough home games. I mean, we are. This is the thing. We are now in twelfth well, place. Something something I tweeted the other day, which I kind of did facetiously, but you know, a lot of people picked up on it, and it's it's really interesting. Um, so the four. Bottom teams in the East right now are us, mm-hmm. in, in no particular order. Are us, DC, Chicago, and Toronto. Yep. And if I don't know, I, you know, as an old MLS hand, whatever, I kind of think of in no particular order again: Chicago, Columbus, DC, and Toronto. And yes, I realize that I did put those in alphabetical order. I am mm-hmm. sorry. Um, I think of those four teams as being the perennial dominant teams in the East. Well, and here's the interesting thing is starting tomorrow, the next four games, with the exception of Philadelphia, we play Toronto, Chicago, D.C. There you go. And then after that, we play Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, we have we have the game against Philadelphia, which Philadelphia is still, you know, so, I mean, obviously they're, 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 they're you know... Supporters Shield favorites at this point, or absolutely. at least, absolutely. you know, they're not, um, you know, they're them and LAFC, them, they're they're kind of back and forth as far as that goes. But at least winning the East, Philadelphia yes. you mean, is. You mean Gareth Bale's LAFC? <laughs> Jesus, God, you're I know that's so weird. Uh, um, <laughs> but you've got you, we've got this kind of lull in the schedule. I hate to say it that way, but like we play Toronto. Next game, Toronto right. is on the same amount of points as us. They're minus seven in goal differential, and they have a game in hand on us. And so still, we're either I mean, still if, even. If, so we drew nil nil. So we're still plus one in goal differential. We are, which is weird. We are plus one in goal differential. <laughs> the just... next team that is plus one in goal differential is New England at yeah. sixth place. Yeah, I know. There it's are only. So weird. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Atlanta at tenth place, and then New England at sixth place. Yeah, yeah. Um, every the only other teams in the East that are positive in goal differential are Montreal at plus two, they're in third place. Red Bull at four, they're plus seven. And then New York City FC at plus 14 and Philadelphia at plus 10. And and New York City FC is in second place, Philadelphia is in first place. That Philadelphia game, um, I mean, at least it's at home. 
Uh, <laughs> that's the only that's the only positive thing that I can okay. I can draw so from that. What, so what you're saying is at least we get to see one good team this season in person. <laughs> but that's like looking. Yes, at Yes, I went there. Looking at that as well, though. I mean, so our other two opponents in um, July are New England and New England at home, which New England at home is sitting on a plus one goal differential, and they're only. Um, I mean, they're they're. What three two wins ahead of us? Yeah, two wins ahead of us. They've just got a, a yes, yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then, and, but they're also two games in hand. Well, so so I have two comments. And then Charlotte. Yeah. And that wraps up July. That yeah, is our yeah. Ju- our July is our easiest month of the year. Yes. And so so, one a couple of things I want to say about that. One is so here's the thing about this team, and I'm not saying this is a good thing or a bad thing, but the team that we have is. Weirdly, as bad as we are, we're perfectly capable of just handing Philly their asses. Yeah, I mean, we could we could win that game four 0 and it yeah. wouldn't, and and like you know, I could easily see like I don't know Morera and Morris scoring a each scoring and then Zella Ryan scoring a, a brace. Something mm-hmm. I mean, it could easily happen. The other thing is, so um, speaking of July, are you going to have them put my birthday up on the board? You're a birthday on a board. Yeah, I know. I figured you weren't. <laughs> I know your birthday is in July. I can't remember when. Yeah, it's, it's. I have the same birthday as John Quincy Adams uh-huh. and U.S. Senator from Massachusetts Ed Markey. Cool. So yeah. a day in July. A day in July. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it July second? No, it's the eleventh. It's, it's, it's exactly okay. a week after the fourth. So yeah. it's three days before my wife's birthday. Yeah, I was. I, it was about ten years. I knew ago. it was in July. I know, I just, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, I was. It was about ten years ago when I was just I don't know randomly thinking about it, and I realized that my birthday is almost to the day exactly nine months after the Cuban Missile Crisis. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> um, I got nothing more to say about this. I, I you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the same way. I think, I think that in, you know, we can get more into this on, on segment three. Um, but I do think, I do think like looking at the schedule and, and this all needs to be played out tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is going to be the first step in that. The, yeah. the Toronto match. I think the Toronto match is winnable. Um, I think the Toronto match. Well, yeah, they suck. We suck. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Toronto's been on, you know, at least at least two two games at this. They're on a two game winning streak if you count the Canadian Championship. Um, they beat Montreal four nothing um, on the twenty second. I didn't realize that sex jokes were allowed on this podcast. Also, also that is Toronto is also on like absolutely like. No rest since the since the cup break. Oh. They had a game um, uh, at Red Bull yeah. uh, on the 18th. They had a game in Toronto for the Canadian Championship on the 22nd against Montreal, and then they had another game on Saturday uh, against Atlanta. Now they they're home, so they've got a th- it's a three th- you know yeah, three match right. home stand. Right. But at the same time, it's even less rest than we've been on. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Kind of bodes well for us, and then they got they play us, and then the next week they play Seattle. So, <laughs> and then San Jose. They have wait. They have one, two, three, four. They have a five game home, including the Canadian Championship game that already happened. They're in the middle of a five game home stand in July. Okay, so we are we are away at Toronto. We are at Toronto. So here, yes. yeah, and this is something that really doesn't pertain to the podcast, 
necessarily, but I know that somewhere in this summer we have two midweek home games. And, you know, when they announce the schedule, I'm like, oh, there's there's a couple of games in the middle of the week, you know, that are at home. And I'm like, I'll deal with that when it happens. And then it's like, when's it going to happen? Uh, so the first game is Wednesday, August 3rd okay. uh, against Montreal. And the second game is... Um, uh, Wednesday, August thirty first against Miami. Okay. So um, and then there is a third one, and that is no, it's away. Excuse me. Um, so there, yeah, yeah, there's only there's only two. There's there's a, a week, yeah, there's Tuesday. There's, two. there's a Tuesday game in September against Miami, which is it's a very weird. We've got a um, away game at Montreal on a Friday. Then we play at Miami on a Tuesday, and then we close out the season uh, at home against Portland on a Sunday. Okay. Um, oh, excuse me. We don't close out the season. That's just we close out September, okay. and then we don't play again. There's there's a couple more games in October. I don't. Yeah, I, I, because because of how weird they did the um, uh, because of how weird they did uh, the the schedule this year to get everything done before the World Cup. Yeah. I. I'm it's still, all, it's all I'm still freaking confused. Yeah, like, well, yeah. <laughs> when I'm are we st- not confused, Matt? That is true. <laughs> yes, anyway. I smell toast. Let's take a break. <laughs> okay. We'll be back. Yvonne should be here in a few minutes, and we will do segment two. Stick around. It's the pros from Dover. And we're back. It is segment number two of the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. That is Jim. And Yvonne has joined us. How you doing, buddy? Hey, oh, hey Yvonne. It's good, good to see you guys. It's yeah, very really, good to see really you. Thank is. you so much for coming out. Absolutely. We, we genuinely, it's been a while. Genuinely appreciate Yeah, so this, this. is this is a very special episode. Yeah. Hashtag. Very <laughs> special episode of the pros from Dover. I. This is an episode that I wish we didn't have to do. I know. Um, sure. Because the, yes. the last week um, has been real, real fucking yes. shitty. Because, um, well, Matt and I hate women. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've always that. had that feeling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That energy. Yeah, it's just yeah. that that energy. Yeah. Um, but no, so so just to kind of kind of set this up. I mean, obviously everybody listen to segment one and listen to how we set it up there. But just just to kind of go go through um, a little bit of this and give a little background, and then I'm I'm going to kind of yield the floor to you for a little bit sure. um, because that that's the whole point here. Um, uh, the Supreme Court uh, came down, struck down Roe versus Wade last week. Um, there, there are lasting implications, obviously, uh, for for women everywhere, and there's lasting implications for for uh, other for horrible, people. horrible things. <laughs> Just people that, that, everywhere. Well, people, yes. No, oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. this this affects men as much as it affects women, and yes. we're not even going to get into well, it, you, know, it, it, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, hundred percent. So, and so. One of the things that's happened is several MLS teams, in addition to other sports teams, have issued statements mm-hmm. um, denouncing the Dobbs decision. Um, the 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 crew have been resoundingly silent. Yeah. Well, the statement that was made, which wasn't even um, a, a, really a statement, it was it was given to one of the members of the Nordeca board uh, without yes. uh, actually having it be released, is that the crew have decided to. Stay out of politics, right. um, which we I want to get into that after we kind of talk about your your thoughts and things like that because I think that um, or or if it if it dovetails into that that's totally fine as well. But um, the the idea of um, and kind of the reason that 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 this entire thing is happening is 
uh, we were also aware that Haslam Sports Group and, and, and the Haslams in and of themselves um, have donated uh, upwards of $900,000 to <laughs> political candidates, political action committees, and things like that that in one way, shape, or form have, have helped this to, uh, to happen. Um, and so I kind of I just want to I want to get your your thoughts as as uh, as a as a crew fan as a woman as as somebody that um, is is genuinely concerned with um, the direction of the team and the direction of the ownership group. Um, the floor is yours. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So and one thing I want to say is um, for new listeners, because this is our thirtieth podcast, you might want to like introduce yourself just a yes, little bit. Yes, please do. Yes, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just give us give us a little bit of your because Matt and I know who you are. We've known you for. Decades at this point. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but other listeners might not know you, so you know, let us know your relationship with the team as well. Okay, so I'll start there. So uh, my name is Yvonne, and uh, I was expecting you guys to say hi, Yvonne. Well, um, yeah, yeah. But then I remember. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so my name is Yvonne, and I've been a uh, I, I've I've been a season ticket holder for the crew. Since its inception, I am one of the people that put their deposit down in 1995. Um, if that makes me old, fine. So I literally it. moved to Columbus because of the team. To be, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had recent. I, I, I put down a, a partial. Um, my, my friend and I uh, got like a half package, and then another friend who had gotten two full season tickets. I bought the tickets that for the games that I didn't have. So I yeah, went yeah. to every game. Uh, in the last 27 years. I know for a while I was missing on the regular, like, one game per season. There are right. some seasons I haven't missed any, and a couple seasons I've missed two. So I'm going to guess that I have missed roughly 35 home games since the team came to town. I've been to numerous road trips. Um, I have bought tons of merchandise. I have a ridiculous amount of scarves that I never wear. <laughs> yes. um, yep. <laughs> the, the, the scarves. Oh, my God, the scarves. If my friends would just stop making cool art, that would be great. Yes. Um, talking to you, Kevin Glenn. Uh, oh, my girlfriend just crocheted me the most. I, a, a crew scarf I designed. It is the most beautiful crew scarf ever it's yeah I, I mean i have i have boxes I, i've got newspaper clippings you guys from yes. like 2008 um i have programs uh you know i, I didn't keep so many things mm -hmm. that are would now be collectible it's ridiculous yeah, but yeah. uh the point just being that i have um i have loved this club for a but, very but, long time. But, but please tell me you still and have your issue of 614 magazine with with what was who were the three guys? It was Brad Evans and and, and Danny O'Rourke and and or Robbie Rogers? I might I mean I oh have my no idea. God, that was great. I, the box is the box is full of paper, but uh, I, I'm I am absolutely the person who when their season ticket rep would call to say, hey, how's everything going? Or are you thinking about renewing your tickets this year before the days of auto renew? I would just say, you know what? Um, just call me when you're having a bad day because I'm yeah. the one that's going to say yes without you finishing the question. Yeah. Uh, it had never occurred to me ever 
not to renew my season tickets. Um, in 2017, when the Grant Wall tweet came out, um, I was one of the ones that learned about it early because I came home really late that night from an event, and I made the mistake of checking Twitter before I went to bed, and then I didn't go to bed. And, uh, and I was actually leaving town for that weekend to go to New York because I had tickets for Hamilton. So I missed the rally, and I flew home... Um, I, I was flying home literally like as the rally was wrapping up and my plane flew over Mafre and I fucking lost it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, 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 I volunteered during Save the Crew. I did a lot of uh, work. I, in fact, actually, it's funny. Um, something's happened recently in the last couple of days on Twitter where I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm involved in a thread with somebody whose tweets are private, so I can't see yeah. them. Yeah. Which yeah. is no, which is fine. Um, but, but one of the tweets came, made me think. You know, I don't think I have this person blocked, but I wonder who, who I do have on Twitter that is blocked because sometimes Twitter does weird things. So I was looking at my blocked tweets list or blocked Twitter. You know, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, people. The only people that I have blocked on Twitter are. Um, like uh, porn bot trolls who yeah, are yeah. like are only following women or only following men and whatever, and then like five guys from Austin and that's it. But, but I was yeah. like, I was like, oh yeah, I remember giant I, penis dog. This is yeah, great. I do want to so, say thank you for unblocking yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm know, pretty sure that Anthony Precourt still follows me. I, he, I think he follows me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I did unfollow so. him, but uh, but I, I, I think he uh, yeah. was. Yeah. Anyway, my, my point being. Well, just so that, so Yvonne I, is I, a crew OG. Is she's her credentials are as credentialed as you could possibly imagine. She has more crew credentials than even Morgan Hughes. And I'm <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. I mean you know like there's no there's no threshold for what makes you a fan. Yeah. Right. But uh -huh. I guess uh, you know but the only reason why I'm listening. You're a better fan than Morgan Hughes. <laughs> well, yeah. We're going to go well, on the record saying You know, that. the champion might feel differently about this, but the seagull, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just the, the point is, I guess, is just that I've been around for a long time and I've seen a lot of things. And that's yes. the only yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really the only reason to, you know, to, to have a reason to brag about how long you've been a season ticket holder. It doesn't make you a better fan, it just makes you an older fan. Well, and yeah. you've seen more things in person you and have have a, great you have great stories. Context. Sure. And yeah. so, one of the reasons, well, I, I mean, let's be honest, the reason that we had Yvonne come on the podcast is simply because, despite what any sports team says, despite what any business says, you cannot separate politics from any aspect of life, period. Politics is something that is intertwined with life, period. Well, and this especially, because this is a human rights issue. And exactly. if you're going to talk about politics not being part of sports, what I would say is, you know, <laughs> women work for this team. So, and, and women play sports in general. So what you're saying is you're telling your employees that you don't think that they have a right to determine their own future, their own fate, their, make their own health decisions, have their own bodily autonomy, privacy, rights to discuss medical conditions with their doctor and to keep the government out of it. Yeah. So when you support these things as a business or as a person and you give your businesses money to that cause, you're in fact telling your employees that you don't, your, your female employees in an issue such as this, that you don't care about them. And to be perfectly honest, as long as, I mean, like I said before, this issue does not just affect uterus holding entities. This also <laughs> affects men because I, and I'm like I just go off on a tangent about this but the point is is that women play sports as well so you have a team here you know like just to, to keep getting this back you know I know we, we want this to be 
crew specific. So the crew have recently hired two women to the top executive area of their um, leadership. And that's fantastic, right? Because presumably they hired the best candidate for the job. The best candidate for the job happens to be a woman. Yeah. And now they're telling this woman that with their stance that they don't support them as an individual or a human being or, you know, and, and, and so, so, you know, if that's the kind of company that you're comfortable working with or working for, you know, there are a lot of choices out there and it's harder in sports, right? So it's, if you really want to work in sports, there are a lot of things that you have to put up with. A lot of times mm -hmm. you're putting up with long hours. All the time you're putting up with long hours. You're putting up with yeah. a lower salary. Oh, I should also <laughs> mention my bona fides as having worked for a professional sports organization for four years. Mm -hmm. um, I, I ran the ticket department for the minor league East Coast hockey team, The Chill. Mm -hmm. So I do have experience working in sports, and I know what that's like. You know, you're working 80 hours a week during the season. Oh, God, yeah. um, You know, and, and because sports is a fun job, they can hire you for less money because, you know, the benefits of working in sports outweigh the out, whatever. So, yeah. so with that, you hope that you're working with people that you want to be around all day, people that support you, you know, at work, and people that support you as a human being, because a lot of times that's where you make your friendships, and that's where you... You know, you're spending more time sometimes with these people than your family. So to have an employer come out and say, I, I'm not, you're, you're not worth standing up for. That, you know, you're not worth standing up for. You're not worth me taking a stand on your behalf. You know, my, my question for the employees would be, what, or, or, or for, the, for, the, for the Haslam's, I guess, for the, you know, employers would be, what are you going to do if something happens to your female employee you know what if you're one of your female employees is, is is harassed by another staffer are you going to believe them are you going to stand up for them is this going to be another what's his name Deshaun Watson situation where mm -hmm. you take the other employees word over your female executives word what if that female executive were to um, you know have a unfortunate situation happen and you know and and they become pregnant because of it and it's a you know then then it's just like all of the things that that you know, and everybody's like, well, you can't live your life in potentials, but these are actual real things that yes, are happening every single day to people who are taking the utmost care to prevent them from happening. Yeah. So there's only so much, you know, yeah. so, so to have an employer that doesn't, that doesn't appreciate you, that doesn't value your worth as a human entity, you know, it's bad enough if they toss you aside like they did with some of the, I mean, again, now we're switching tack, you know. The, the reasons why it's so hard for me to support this club, you know, I watched, no. I've watched, as, as they've told you, I was going to try not to babble, but you know, I, I've no, watched the, the last you know, couple years yeah. as they've, as they've tossed aside some of their best talent, and they've, you know, they've let people leave. They've let people leave by not giving them the promotions that they deserved or by hiring people over top of them when they were the top candidate for the job. Yeah. We've seen this happen. We've seen people leave to, to go elsewhere knowing that they weren't appreciated by the team. And that wasn't even on a human rights issue. That was on a on a, an employment level. Yeah. So then to say on top of that, we don't appreciate, you know, we, we don't support you or, or your or your right to have your own bodily autonomy and your own human rights. Like that's just, it's just so, it's, so it's, so can I interject just for infuriating. a Can I Absolutely. interject just okay. Yeah. So so a couple of things have happened since since the decision came down. And um, one of them is there are a lot of private companies who have announced that 
they will pay for their employees to travel across state borders to get medical treatments that they need, which is great. And it's 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 a little weird that corporate America is stepping up yeah. into this breach. It's not what we're used it's, to. I know, but it's but, also unfortunate yeah. that a lot of them are the people that uh, the the corporations that funded. Well, yeah, yeah that's the, exactly that, that's, what I was. Well, yeah, but yeah. it's it's, and I'm not saying every every but, company sure. that did that. I, I uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. would take way too long for me to research that. But but there yeah. are some. That, yeah. that, if you're paying for your employees to go out of state, but you also funded the decision that is supporting the heartbeat bill, fuck yes. you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But here is the biggest problem with that. The biggest problem with that is, let's say that, I don't know, let's say that Columbus Crew said, you know what, we'll pay for, if, 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 if a heartbeat bill, went, well, a heartbeat bill has gone we through. Have it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's say, that, let's say that you're a woman in Ohio and you get pregnant and you don't want to carry this, this baby to term for whatever reason. And, yeah. and I will, you know what, I don't give a shit what any person listening to this podcast says. A woman has a right to choose what they do with their body, period. Yeah. And if you don't if you don't agree with that, then fuck you, you can stop listening to this podcast. But the point is... Or you is, can talk to me and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would also like to, I'd like to, also but. like to earmark that with with just like yeah no I'm I'm if, if if you are somebody who gets pregnant you that's that's your business yes. and it should be your business alone but and, that is and that, that is, is the not point yeah you should not the government should not be involved with your decision one way or the other and also I'll I'll take a step further on this is that I think it's bullshit that we allow um, religious organizations to have basically fake. Uh, crisis pregnancy centers, etc., etc. That do you know? There. I know, I know. I, we could go yeah. down a rabbit but, hole but, here, but but there's a billboard on 161 for one of those, and I have to drive past it a lot, and yeah. I just I, I want to. Yeah, but here's here's the point: yeah. if you work for I don't know Disney in no. Florida, and Disney says, you know what? If you're a female employee, you get pregnant. You want an abortion? We will pay for you to go to hell. I don't know North Carolina. I guess probably Puerto Rico. Here's the problem with that: it's great that Disney has made that decision, but that means that if you're a woman who gets pregnant and wants an abortion, you have to talk about it. You with have to talk to your employer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have and to you talk to your employer. You know None what? Of their business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, it is a difficult enough conversation to have to talk to your boss about needing time off for depression or needing time off for gallbladder surgery. Yes. yes. Or, or, I mean, yeah, no, things no, that like, are like completely are, benign. Yeah, like yeah. things like that. It, that is that is a. I uh, broke my leg and I need help getting upstairs. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. now I mean, I'm putting I mean, somebody I mean, out because they've got to come down and get my bag for me. Right, yeah. right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah it's but, not. It's it's. Never mind, never mind that the the baby that my husband and I have been trying for for four years, uh, its heart stopped beating and yeah. it's, you know, three it's months gonna old become, it's gonna and we have deceptive. picked out a name for it and we have bought cribs and we have bought clothing yeah. and we have, you know, decided on names and now it's dead inside of me and I have to carry it to term, which risks my life. Yeah. Um, and I already have two kids that I'd like to stay alive to keep raising. Uh, you know, but that's sometimes things. Why are that, you, you not know. pro-life, Yvonne? <laughs> 
you know, yeah, just, exactly. So okay, yeah. that's all I wanted to say was, you know, it's 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 great. That it's an excellent point. It's and, great and nobody that, is, and I don't, I don't think I've heard anybody say that. It's so. great that corporate America is stepping up in a weird, weird, weird way, but but it's an. It, it's a conversation that should never happen. It's to be part made. of the bullshit of this country, and it's part of the bullshit of, of how health insurance started in this country. That that you sh- you have to talk to your employer about any of this anything, shit. yeah, any of this shit. It's because of. I mean, look at if, if it's. I, I won't even get into it. Well, the AMA it's so made their dumb. bed, and now they have to lie in it. Well, it's it's look Google Google how Kaiser Permanente started, which was the first real insurance company, yeah. and it's basically like, oh, the doctor got sick of getting traded chickens for, <laughs> so he made the mine made the owner of the mine give him ten bucks a month. So right, that yeah. so that he wouldn't leave town, and that's how we started our health insurance in this goddamn country. Yes. Right. So like, Matt anyway, I, Matt and I should shut up and let him talk. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you know. I, I mean, I like I said, I, I I was I was very involved in the Save the Crew movement, and I'm extremely grateful to. I, I'm I'm extremely grateful for the team being saved. Um, you know, I mean, Dr. Pete, he's been around since the beginning, and I really. Yeah. Truly love him, and um, you know, as a as a person, I've talked to him a few times. Not that I'm expecting him to remember me, but just I mean, he's a delightful human being. Oh God, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, but you know, <laughs> I, have the a, point, I have a great anecdote that I'll tell you offline. The, the point, <laughs> the point that you brought up, you know, about the Haslam's not wanting to be political and yet giving nine hundred thousand plus dollars to, you know, to Trump, to, you know, to the GOP in general, and, yeah. and to Trump's reelection campaign, and and all of those other things, you know, they've literally funded this stuff. So when, you know, you know, yes, they saved our team. Yes, they gave us a new stadium. Yes, those are all wonderful things, and money has to come from but somewhere, etc. they are business but decisions. Also, yeah, those are business decisions. And so what they've, you know, what they've done with their personal money, which comes from the income <laughs> that they get from us, obviously, is to do something that I just, I can't, I can't support that. And honestly, th- th- this really is kind of like a last straw. For, for me, because you know, they, yeah. like I said, they they saved our team. They gave us a new stadium. Um, you know, then they changed the crest, and we're, I'm not going to go into it a lot. But the point, just really very quickly, it was their prerogative to change the crest. They absolutely were allowed to change the crest. It was their crest to change. Yada yada yada. I don't understand why it was Columbus designed. It was very beloved. It was very widely accepted to be one of the best crests in the league and possibly in the soccer playing world there was no reason for them to change it they did change it i hate the new one i'm not going to wear it so i'm not buying merchandise fine no big deal Mm-hmm. But that was the first thing where I was like, okay, I, I, don't, I don't love this. Was it a deal breaker for me? Absolutely not. It just meant I wasn't going to be buying yeah, exactly. merchandise. Yeah, that exactly. Was, that was my you know, There's this really great place. It's called Supporter Supply, and I have given them plenty of money over the years, and I will probably continue to give plenty of money to them because the fact that I don't want to renew my season tickets does not mean that I'm not going to continue to support the team. But it, it was and that's kind, an important distinction. It, but it was kind of like a first clue that maybe they that really maybe are a little toned This down. was not something that was going to go well. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and along the, you know, maybe the, the crest wasn't even the first straw because, you know, there were little things that happened even before the crest was changed there were person like I said there were people that worked for the team who had given who were very 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 good at their jobs uh, who had been there for a very very long time who held historical knowledge who made the team what it was who absolutely carried our hearts through 
the transition, you know, and, and if not for them being a part of the organization, we, we would not have been able to do what we did, truly, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those people um, were really just kind of released or kicked to the curb, um, either, you know, actively or passively, um, you know, and, and told that they weren't important, they weren't wanted, they weren't, um, you know, it, it wasn't, they, they, they weren't needed anymore, they weren't appreciated and they weren't needed. And so that really rubbed me away, a lo- a ro- the wrong way to begin with. Um, you know, you you choose who you align yourself with in life. And, and, and this is something, you know, I think that you learn, you know, some people learn it a lot younger and some people learn it as they, as they get older, but you choose who you want to align yourself with. You know, a lot of businesses these days um, have a no asshole clause. They yeah. are very happy to turn away work if it means that they don't have to work with somebody who's, who, who's terrible to their staff members. You know, if somebody yeah. comes in and they yell at your staff and they treat you poorly as a client, you know, you can say, you know what, I'm firing you as a client. I, you're not, you're not worth the money to me. So, you know, when, when that happened to people in the organization, that I, I was like, you know, it's, it's the opposite. You know, the, these, this is an employer who isn't, who isn't appreciating the wonderful employees that we have, that we see. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And so then, you know, and then the, the, the crest changed. And then we get into the, again, could not, Deshaun, Sean Watson, whatever his name is, the NFL player who mm-hmm. has, you know, with, with, 22 women and we're going to choose to believe the guy that we want to play for our team because football versus the 22 women who have, who, well, who have you know. Not just that, but they pay, they are paying him more than any other professional football player ever. Right. So again, so, you know, again, business decisions, say what you want, but it speaks to the values that are held, right? Yeah. So again, you think about what kind of values you want to align yourself with. And I'm not saying this to make anybody feel bad. I'm not trying to be a moral compass. Jesus fucking, you're not trying to be a moral compass. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying that everybody makes... Come on, you're a crew fan. You have no moral... <laughs> you have, you have everybody, no way to like... <laughs> every, everybody makes these decisions as they, as they decide who they are as a person or who they, you know, as yeah. they become who they are as a person. You know, what... What do you want to align yourself with? What you know, people boycott things for various reasons all the time. I mean, well, and, you know, and I'm not even going to go into well, okay. the other personal places that I do boycott. But there are places where I will not shop, where I will not purchase but things. But this was this because I know where got, my money is going if I do that. I don't know if you were. I think you were part of this conversation earlier today. But it was the sort of thing where it's like, well, you know what? If you're going to boycott the crew, then are you going to boycott? What banks are you not going to bank? And it's like, here's the thing, you know. Uh, sports fans want to think that <laughs> sports fandom with their team is a non-discretionary expense. Mm-hmm. That, like, I, you know, I don't know if, I, you know, if you're a Packers fan or if you're a Manchester United fan or whatever. It's like they want to think that I have to spend money on this team because I have no other choice. But you know what? We do have a choice. We have to go to the grocery store. You know, I have to shop for groceries. I have to bank. I have to get insurance. I have to do all these other things. Otherwise, I cannot function as a human being. Well, insurance? Even within that, people make decisions but, sometimes yeah, but, but based do. on, you know. But, but, you, but sometimes they are the best of a, a menu of bad decisions. Sure, yeah. yes. But the thing is, my entertainment expenses are purely discretionary. Absolutely. They are yeah. 100% discretionary, and I'm not 
trying to step on your 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 little tirade because it's wonderful. By no, the way, and I love it. little tirade. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you fucking monster! Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. Though she may be, but little no. she is fierce. I am. High five I am, to you, Yvonne. I am. Fuck history. you to Jim. I, no, I, <laughs> I am history's greatest monster. Step well, aside, Jimmy Carter. But but my point. I appreciate that you two white dudes have invited me on this. Well, no. but, but the point is, people want to think that well, I cannot not support the crew. Right. But you know what? That's fucking bullshit. And I'm sorry. It's you know what? Like just to you know just to like backpack on what you were talking about. You know, I've been a ticket holder, season ticket holder for almost the entirety. Of there, there were a couple of years in the early in the early aughts when my ex-wife and I had bought a house and we were just a little too busy. And then um, when Precourt announced he was going to uh, move the team, we did. I didn't buy a season ticket that year. But you want to know something? See, that's a perfect example of you voting with your money, right? Yes, yes, yeah. You exactly. said, I'm not going to give this. I'm not going to give this guy any more of my money. And whereas other people, and I'll include myself in that, sure, absolutely yeah. said. Oh my God! I hate to give this guy my money, but I've got to show the team that it makes sense for it to stay. Yeah. Yeah. and we make those decisions. Yes, yeah. and so I, I didn't. And did Precourt give some of that money to Trump? I am sure that he did. Actually, Fuck him. Actually, but, actually, again, Matt and I have have done research, and of all the crew owners, Precourt was probably the person who gave more money percentage wise to Democratic candidates than than anyone I'll else. I'll be damned. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, see then it may no. Anyway, Sorry, yeah. sorry, but no, no, no. I mean, just yeah. just to be fa- just to be fair to him. I mean, so we, I, I actually had that information pulled <laughs> up. Yeah, um, he he did a few Democratic candidates. He did a ton for John Kasich um, back um, in the day. I mean, um, you know. yeah, well, you were well. a state worker hey, when Kasich wanna, was governor. No, no. But you want to know something? I mean, like, honest to God, I remember I remember watching the debates in 2016 and watching John Kasich not bother to get a word in edgewise because he was too damn polite, and I was like. You know, <laughs> I, yeah. I, anyway, yeah. you know. No, I mean, the only, I mean, the only, like, it, it's, it's the only one that, I mean, there are a few that piss me off, but uh, Precourt did give a crap load of money to John Houston, which, you know. Yeah. 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 Fuck that guy. So, but, okay. uh, but anyway. The point, you yeah. know, all I'm saying is, like, if the, if the Haslam's would like to not be political, then maybe they could give $900,000 to, you know. Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is exactly what I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, actually. Exactly. Um, you know, or... Or, 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 or women even, have options. But here's the thing. Yeah, women have options is a wonderful organization. Or even, even just Democratic candidates but, but for crying the, out loud. But here's the thing, Jim. Who, what does Jimmy Haslam's brother do? He used to be a Republican governor of well, Tennessee. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sure, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, and, yeah, and, and it runs, and, and, and that's fine. But you can't say we don't want to be political and then yeah. be political. You right? can't, and, and so, that's the whole thing, is that I I genuinely, and I'm picking backing off of, of other people who've said this, is that if the Haslam's have decided that uh, last Friday is the day they stop being political, then cool. Cool. We will be happy to make sure that you are held at, at, at your word for that. Yeah. You know, it, in the end, you know, I think really what it comes down to for me is, is this the kind of organization that I want to support? And what I've seen from this organization after they have saved our team is, you know, <laughs> the, the, the support of a, of a sexual harasser, treating employees like they aren't appreciated, important, worthwhile, mm-hmm. um, and currently now, you know, worthy of, of their own 
making their own decisions, yeah, personal privacy, yeah. um, you know, the right to health care, all of these other things. So, you know, and, and again, like, I, you know, I just want to make this very clear for anybody out there that questions it. This does not just affect female people, people, yeah. you know, I, and, and it, just to be, please know that I am all inclusive, but, you know, people with uteruses are yeah. not the only people that are affected here. Yeah. You know, men are affected. I, I've seen countless posts um, on Reddit, and I know, like, take Reddit for what it is, sure. But these are, you know, men who are saying, this is terrifying to me because my wife and I had a very difficult first pregnancy. Yeah. And they said it would be difficult for, you know, like, it, we, we would like to have a second child, and the doctors are supporting us having that second child. But if something goes wrong, we now can't fix that, and I'm not going to have my wife die because we're trying to have a baby in a state where they're not going to let us have conversations with our doctor and to do the right thing for my wife so all of the people out there that are mm -hmm. saying that life begins at conception and we can get into that whole thing too i'm very happy to talk about that but the point is is that if life begins well <laughs> that's a whole other aside the point <laughs> being that if you know if if that's really if that's where we are you know if like well if life begins at conception then child support should begin well, at conception yep. and show should touch you know the tax credit should begin at conception so the point is is that this is affecting this is not just affecting men who want to have sex with women who don't want to have sex anymore because they're terrified of accidentally getting pregnant because hey yo yeah. birth control fails sometimes yeah, it does. and it, yeah. it, i mean it's also affecting Families who are trying to plan to have children because things happen. Babies die in utero all the time. Women's mm -hmm. life is at risk during pregnancy all the time. And that how is with many, a healthy, planned pregnancy. How many pregnancies end in miscarriage without quite, even the mother a knowing? A lot of them. Yeah. And, a and, lot of okay. them. Quite a few. And quite here, a few. Here, here's my thing about life beginning at conception. I have I a friend that who is trying to get pregnant, and she has already had two, and she is Absolutely not. I mean, like, believe yeah, yeah. me, she knows what she's doing, and they are yeah. under a doctor's care, and things just happen. It's yeah. devastating. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is yeah. not a, you know, and, and so. Here, and here's, here's my thing about life beginning at conception. If life begins at conception, if the state says life begins at conception, then why don't you serve me a beer when I'm 20 years old in three months? Well, and the other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Honestly, the, the, thing, the thing about life beginning at conception. It's a stupid joke. Yeah. But it actually proves the point that yeah. it's fucking hypocritical. It's ridiculous, right. So the thing is, is also, that's also religious, right? Mm -hmm. So as long as we're getting into this, well, and then, you know, we're not going to get into the whole church and state separation. But the point is, is if you're, if you're saying, if you're saying my religion says I can't do that, fine. If you are saying my religion says you can't do that, fuck you. Yep. Yeah. Because there are my religion yep. yes. says my my religion says not only that abortion is okay, but that it is actually not. I can't even think of the it's, word. It's, it's not. It's, it's more than permitted. It's, it's actually prescribed, it's prescribed yeah. yes. under certain circumstances. Yes, absolutely. So why you? Know, I, I realize that you know some people would like this to be a Christian society and only their kind of but that is just not and and if we're even getting into that my god there are so many different 
types of Christianity, how do we decide which branch of Christianity is the branch of Christianity? It's well, so I think, ridiculous. I think that we've so, seen the Supreme Court say this week uh, the most extreme. It's theirs. Yeah, the most yeah. extreme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, um, and, and I want to I wanna take and this into, good, you sorry, You cannot go say that you are right to life if you are not supporting gun rights. And that... <laughs> Well, Not okay, kidding, okay. but I mean, Here, you like, yeah, yeah. Let's let kids get shot in school all the time. Let's give teachers guns, but definitely don't let that woman whose child is dying inside of her go get to a doctor and have that. Fixed. Well, and the other thing is, is that we don't, um, we don't support uh, like any sort of like actual care after oh the, the baby's born. And you, 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 right. what you do, what you do is you tell her that you're going to be supportive when she's in line for the abortion clinic, and then right. if she doesn't actually leave, if she leaves the line, then you call her a whore uh, until she has the kid, and then you don't actually help her. Like, you don't get, help her pay right, for right, the yeah. feed. Like yes, anything, exactly. anything like okay. that. Right. Because, and she can't yeah. work, so she can't feed herself, she can't feed the child, and you know, you know, yeah. not everybody is able physically to breastfeed, so it's not even like the kid is free for a while. So, you know, there's all of that, and as long as we're talking about that, and you know, well, people can just adopt, you know how many kids there are foster care that would love to have families yeah a little why less, aren't little less than a half a million yeah exactly yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know if we're if we're really 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 worried no, about want, all of the children to, they, they they don't you know but i believe i believe they the words they, they don't want to use domestic ba- infant market they don't want to use so, baby they want to they want one yes. fresh off the fresh, well, off, and fresh and out of the vagina and some of those right. babies might not even be white Oh. oh, my pearls. Yeah, yes. I know. So, I so them. Okay. What, what will happen at the country club if we show up with a baby that isn't white? Oh, yeah. well, it'll be a designer adopted yeah. baby. But again, foster care. God, mm-hmm. there are so many children that need homes. 100%. So, so my only, my only thing about this. And good loving families. God forbid we let the gays adopt. Okay. And I'm <laughs> not going to go after the Catholic Church as much as I'd love to because it is, I think, the greatest terrorist organization in the history of mankind. But... If you want to talk about a pro-life organization and you want to say that, well, we don't believe in abortion because it, it, is, not, it, is, it is not pro-life, then why the hell do we still have capital punishment in this country? Why hasn't the Supreme Court come down against capital punishment? Why hasn't the Supreme Court that has been predominantly Catholic for the last half century to the point where there has not been a pro. I mean, I'm, the, po- sorry. the Pope even came out and said, yeah, exactly. The Pope even came out and said, um, yeah, that that's not what we mean by pro life. Yeah, I think the last Protestant uh, like, Supreme Court which justice is, was like uh, Potter Stewart far, or somebody. Far be it for me <laughs> to agree with the Pope on anything, well, but like you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, anyway. So I want to get I want to get into the the ticket thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. sure. we, we got we, we got to really. Yeah, I was going to say like let's yeah. Um, <laughs> but I want to I want to get your thoughts. On. So, so I know that you've said that you you don't want to renew your season tickets for next year, um, and I'm not. I'm here not, to, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm genuinely on the fence right now, and I'm not I'm not saying that in the sense of um, because this specific thing. I've been on the fence for a while, and I don't have to make a decision for a little while, and it's um, one of those things where. I'd like to see them do the right thing. I've also sat out seasons before. I sat out in, in 2017, uh, or excuse me, 2018, um, and and I'm not opposed to that. Um, but I don't have to make a decision tomorrow about it. And it's one of those things where I think that it might be even more poignant if I wait for a minute or two before I, you know, before I... <laughs> 
send send the crushing fury down on this ticket rep that I've talked to once. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's something I want to talk about in a minute. So yeah. Well, yeah. Pete Edwards I, follows me on Twitter, so I might just DM. Yeah, Pete Edwards follows me on Twitter oh. as well. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. So I mean, you know, I I, I have I know I I think I have said on this recording that you know I wasn't planning to renew my season tickets. That's I will honestly say that is not a decision that I am 100% confident and comfortable about, but and it's not a decision that I have had much time to think about. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I there's a lot going on in my life right now, and I have not, this has been, the, the crew season tickets have pretty much been at the bottom of the, the of pile course. of things of that course. I'm thinking yeah. about. So, you know, it's really something that I'm feeling more and more decisive about as literally today goes on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what what I had, you know, I, I did, I briefly talked to my rep yesterday because I know that season renewal is coming up and a lot of us have that auto renew switch clicked. And, you know, when you don't auto renew your tickets, it means that there's time to think about it, you know, because yeah. auto renew is just simply that you're locked in and, and they don't have to do anything about it. It's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that auto renew clicked, then, you know, like you've got time to think about it until that deadline of renewal hits and they call you and they ask you why you're not, or, you know, what are you thinking about renewing? Do you want to change your seats? Blah, blah, blah. It gives, like you said, it gives you time to think. So, you know, the only thing that I have said so far or tweeted so far and not even you know i'm not trying to stir you know i'm not actively trying to you know but no but yeah all i wanted to do was to let people know that there is an email i you know i talked to my rep the email about renewing your season tickets comes out july 15th when Mm -hmm. you get that email you'll be able to go into your portal and if you're not if you if you are not 100 percent sure that you're going to renew you can click off auto renew so your credit card doesn't get charged. That's really all mm-hmm. it's about yeah. is getting your credit card not charged if you aren't 100% sure that you want to renew. Because it doesn't mean that you're not going to renew and it doesn't mean, you know, it just gives you time to think about it. That's all it is. And so right now, like that's the only thing that I know for sure I'm going to do. However, I will say that when I think about it, you know, again, like as as time goes on, as the day goes on, you know, I, I mean, I've listed several of the reasons why the Haslam's continue to disappoint me and why I, why I don't feel like I want my money to be going towards paying for these things. That's very important to me. Why I don't want to, you know, associate myself with people who do business this way and treat their employees this way. That's very important to me. And I try really yeah. hard not to support other businesses that treat their employees that way and who support these kinds of things as well. So it's not just a soccer thing, you know, in my personal life. And that's all I'm talking about is my personal decision. I'm not trying to evangelicalize anything to anybody just in case people want to, you know, troll me on Twitter or whatever. But, you know, more and more, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, there, this is, you know, it's like that, that asshole clause, you know, we don't want to work with assholes. Well, maybe I don't want to support them. And so, you know, it just, it, it, it kind of just, it's coming down to that for me, I guess, um, is where I want to spend my money. And what I've, the other thing, you know, is since, since we saved the crew, you know, these little, what I've learned, you know, I don't, (laughs) I I haven't been enjoying the soccer as much, perfectly honestly. And I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be blunt about that. I absolutely, I love our team. I love our colors. I love to wear the Rondell crest. I love to talk to people about my love of the team. I love soccer and I love to talk to people. You know, I wear crew gear when when I go places. Um, And 
I don't think that any of that's going to change. I'm not going to, and I just, this is very important, you know, to, for me to say, given everything else that I've said, you know, I, my support of the team does not waver and it doesn't mean that it's going to change just because I'm not paying for season the, tickets anymore. And honestly, it doesn't necessarily even mean that I'm not ever going to be seen in the stadium. What yeah. I do know is that the people that I've come to know because of the crew have become like family to me. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And that is that is more important to me than just about anything else. And I'm not giving that up. Even if I'm not paying for season tickets, it doesn't mean that you're not going to see me at the tailgates. It doesn't mean that you're not going to see me at bars or events. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be watching the games with my friends, who some of whom might also not be. You know, I talked to a couple of my friends today, and I've learned that some of them, I mean, we haven't talked about this at all together, but a couple of them came back to me and said, I am also not renewing, or, you know, I, I am also thinking about not renewing my yeah. season tickets, yeah, or yeah. I am definitely not renewing my season tickets. So now I know I have friends in my very, very close, we We've been to games together for years, friends group, who are not going to be renewing their season tickets. So after the tailgate, guess who we're going to go hang out with to watch the game somewhere together? And yeah. all that means is that I'm not going to be paying $25 for lunch at this or, or dinner at the stadium while I, you know, while I while I watch the game on the field. And it doesn't mean that I'm not ever going to go to a game. It just means that you know the thousand dollars that I give them every year for my season tickets can be spent on something that brings me just as much joy and is supportive of my ethical and moral values. Twenty six hundred dollars for me, and yeah. I could literally take my wife to Europe. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's one of those where it's like it's it's. I'm not saying I, that I couldn't if if I didn't spend that, but but yes. So okay. So I I, I want to. Because Yvonne has to go, and she's getting a little teary-eyed, and so am I as well. <laughs> it's, but, it's, well, I mean, 27, I it, no. well, 27 years. Well, I know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. It's, so, you know. you know, so Matthew and I have been roommates on and off for a while. Yeah. I would not know Matt if if it weren't for the crew. Some of my very best friends I met but, I mean, during Save the Crew. I mean, Honest almost, to, you know, almost all of my friends are, are people I've met through the crew. Period. Yeah. Period. Honest to God, being being a I I am not from Ohio. I came here to go to school, and it was very much an OSU state. And I am not. I did not go to OSU. Yeah. And the thing that made Columbus feel like home for me and so many other people, from people that I've met at games to <laughs> like Frankie Haydock, who decided to stay here after he retired. Yeah, to, I know. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Um, oh God, I'm so. Gina Padula. Well, I mean, yeah, Gino, yeah. geez, I mean, yeah. he started an entire. I, I'm just thinking. I'm just the thinking. Number, yeah, yeah, yeah. The number of players um, that that have decided to stay and live in Westerville or Columbus, you know, because Columbus became their home because of this. That's how I, you know, yeah. Columbus yeah. would not. I never in my life planned well, to live I, in Ohio. I literally moved yeah. to Columbus because of the crew. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I mean, because because, but anyway. So I one thing I wanted to say to sort of finish out this segment or maybe yeah. not fin is so I just got. Uh, a, a card, a postcard, whatever, from my, I guess, ticket rep? I don't know. Uh, never met the person, never heard from them before. I got it on Thursday. The turnover is huge, and well, I yeah, have yeah, to yeah, wonder yeah. why. And so, and so here's the thing. The guy said, I look forward to continuing to work with you. And I'm like, I, I don't know who you are. I've yeah. never met you. I've never heard of you. You know, I, the way this organization is run is... They, it's, side, it's Sideshow Bob continuing to step on rakes. Yes. But the problem is, is it's not the 35 seconds from the Simpsons But it's gold-plated rakes It's now. the 10 hours 
that I just watched, uh, that I just saw exists on YouTube. It is, it is the, it and is, so it is, they are, they are the, if, if the know, Haslam's just had one modicum of understanding for people that weren't billionaires, sure, then maybe this shit wouldn't be happening. And I think and I we're going to just, Yvonne, I'm going to give you the last word oh. and then we're going to. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just so tired of this shit. I'm yeah. just tired of it. Yeah. yeah. That, honestly, I mean, you know, not not that I don't want the lost word, but I mean, you really just summed it up. And in, in in the end, it just it comes down to how how we treat each other says a lot about who we are. And yeah. I know <laughs> I, I know how I would like to treat others, and I know how others I, I would like others to treat me. And there just has to be you know, a respect, it just, it's, it's just not, it's just not where I want to be, you know, the, 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 <laughs> I, I'm trying really hard to sum this up into one word, but you know, it's just, and, and, yeah. I, I think I've, I just, I think I've, I've, I've already pretty much said everything, yeah, you, have. you know, yeah, well, it's, all right, we're going to be back in a couple seconds yeah. here, we're going to do yeah. segment three, and uh, apparently we're going to talk about soccer, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. this has all been about soccer, that's not, that's, that's not that's my point, context, but we're going to yes. talk about another, we're going to talk about a match that's yeah. going to happen tomorrow night, so um, we're the pros from Dover, that's thank Matt, thank you so I'm much, Yvonne, thank you, Yvonne, you're we'll welcome. By the way, Yvonne, you're welcome anytime. Of Thank course. you, guys. Yes. Thank and you so much. We'll be back in a second. It's been delightful. There we go. It is segment three of the Pros from Dover. My name is Matt, and that is Jim. Hey, Matt. So, ooh. yeah, that was quite the segment, wasn't it? It was, it was, well, and it was even more that um, my computer decided to be awful right afterwards, and I thought we were going to lose the segment, and I am so glad we didn't, because it was very important, and, uh, um, yeah, so. Yeah, so, we, again, we want to thank Yvonne for coming by. Yeah, and, thank and you so much, Yvonne. Yeah, you are the best. She is um, way better than we could ever hope to be, and yep. um, I, I, I really think that everything that she said kind of it, it put everything that we have been talking about for the last couple of months into context that we are woefully inadequately able to do so. Exactly, exactly. So let's talk about we're going to talk some soccer for just a bit here. Yeah. Um, just talk about the the next couple matches coming up because um, we've got two. Uh, going into uh, next week, um, yeah, we one got of them, to, which is Toronto be, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow and then yeah. Philly on Sunday at home. Yeah. So Toronto away. Um, let's talk about that for a second. I honestly think that Toronto away is a winnable match for us. Um, we are. I think that we are a better team on paper than they are. Yeah, we're um, level on points. We have a game in hand. We have plus one goal differential. They have minus seven. Mm-hmm. So there is no reason why we should not win this game. The other thing is, is if you look at the matches that we played, at least for the rest, uh, or, you know, the last couple of months, it's been against top-of-the-table teams. We yeah. really have not had a chance to play a lot of the the, yeah. the bottom-of-the-table teams, which I think has helped a lot of the top-of-the-table teams to get where they are. Well, well I was going to say the cynic in me would say that one of the reasons why they're top-of-the-table teams is because they've played us. Yeah. <laughs> Or because or they're winning. Yeah, yeah, I mean? I like, yeah, yeah. So there is no reason why we should not win against Toronto yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah. 
I um, mean, look at look at the teams we've drawn against. We've drawn against DC. We've drawn against Charlotte. Um, we've we've drawn against now Salt Lake. Uh, we lost to LAFC. That happens a lot with with teams. Uh, right, we yeah. lost or we beat Atlanta, yeah, um, yeah, which yeah. Atlanta's a quality team. Um, we beat uh, or excuse me, we drew Sporting. Um, we've uh, we lost to Orlando. We lost to Philadelphia. I mean, some of those kind of make sense, uh, especially with them being away and things along right, those yeah. lines. Um, looking at Toronto, Toronto, you know, Toronto is not a very good team. Um, we are not a very good team either. Yes. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> go into this being like, uh, oh yeah, we're so much. We're leaps and bounds better than that. We are not. No, no, no. no we are we're not. not. We're not. Uh, but, but but we, we have this team. We have an we opportunity win to win this away game, yeah. and I think that. Uh, hopefully we should. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's 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 absolutely the sort of thing that this team would do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That's then, my thoughts on that. And then Philadelphia on at home. Sunday at home on Sunday at seven thirty. Yeah, which I get. Yeah. Fourth of July is a holiday. Right. Most people have that off. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We only lost to Philadelphia. I think it was one nil, wasn't it? Um, we played them in Philadelphia. Oh, so, yeah, it was yeah, one nil. So, so Sunday, yeah. July third. That was in yeah, it was July third. It's July third, so oh, it's a fireworks it's, game. It's Tom Cruise's birthday. Uh, yeah, he'll be sixty. Oh well, <laughs> crazy Zenu. Um, I he he is he is one of the only celebrities I know their birthday, and it's just because of a weird reason that it's you know whatever. You're also a Scientologist. No, but mm-hmm. his birthday is a day and a week older after. Or before mine. That's fair. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But well, looking at this Columbus-Philadelphia game, we lost to them 1-0 in Philadelphia. It was the very beginning of the season uh, away. I think that, You mean back I, when we were winning games? Back when we were, but like we never <laughs> yeah. win games away. So I know, it's, yeah. It's, you know, I think I think there's an opportunity there. Um, well, and sorry I'm yawning. It's wait. Um, so. It's 9 o'clock. I know. We're well, old. Yes, yeah. we've established that. I mean, you're younger than Tom Cruise. I'm old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so the thing is, we again, you know, we're not a good team, but we can play really good games. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows what the hell's going to happen? It'd yeah. be great to win that game. Yeah. It and would. And we're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, those games. Uh, we'll talk about the Chicago game as well. Yeah. Uh, coming up because I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah. I think that may be that may end up being, uh, as is tradition, my only uh, crew away game this year. Um, just with the way the schedule kind of kind of sorted out. Are you I some originally sort of weird like John Hughes fanboy or something. You know, it's it's uh, it's more than John Cusack and I meet up at the Ginger Man uh, right around the corner from Wrigley Field, uh, play a game of pool, and uh, the problem is he keeps beating me because when I win, I get to be as famous as him. Um, yeah, that's the problem. Okay, is, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But um, Crew Chicago on the 9th I think will be a lot of fun. We've got another... You know, two game week that week because we play DC away as well. Yeah. So we have a two game, um, a two game road trip. Uh, then we come back and play Cincinnati at home on a Sunday. Uh, so big old packed July. Yeah. 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 So um, one thing I wanted to ask you was so apparently Gareth Bale got signed by LAFC. Mm-hmm. So one, this who's, is who's that? Gareth Bale. No, the other part. LAFC. Oh. 
Is that Will Ferrell's team? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, speaking of Will Ferrell, funny thing. Um, so there's this like. Um, a charity soccer match that happens at Wembley every year. I mm-hmm. can't remember the name of it. And but anyway, they had they had the latest rendition of it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, ten years ago, um, the guitar player from Kasabian, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Surge, yeah. scored this fantastic chip, one one touch volley. Yeah. From Frankie Lundberg, the the old Arsenal player. Yeah. Chip David Seaman, the Arsenal keeper, and um, just chipped him, scored the goal, fantastic. Turns out Will Ferrell was playing on the same team. Yeah, and I looked. I looked it up. Will Ferrell was forty-four years old at the time. He's actually, from what I've heard, like as far as as far as a person who is a celebrity who is like into soccer. Uh, a good on him. Yeah, you know, like, like I don't, but, I don't but, give a shit about the fact he owns LAFC. Yeah, I, whatever. But, but a 40, it was, it's but, fun. But a forty-four-year-old man playing a competitive match in a pitch the size of Wembley's pitch, he could have stroked out. Yeah, <laughs> I good have trouble. Him. I have trouble jogging in the mailbox. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Anyway, good on him. Um, yeah. No, so Gareth Bale, um, he signed with LAFC, and so no wonder that the Watford fans. Think of MLS as a retirement league. Yeah. Because, but on the other hand, he's Gareth Bale. He's only like 32, 33 years old. Yeah, he's old. 32. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not, I mean, he's he's towards the end of his career, but he's not at the end of his career. He's younger than Pedro Santos. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens with all that. Um, I'm good to uh, kind of put a pin in this. Yeah, I, I think I, that I just, honestly, soccer wasn't the. the <laughs> Was it the main? You mean you mean on the back of a nil-nil draw away? <laughs> yeah, and in the back of one of the worst things to happen in in our lives. That, yeah, um, exactly. We yeah. weren't gonna want to talk a whole lot about tactics and you know passing average and the bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Four four two diamond or four four two flat. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we are the pros from Dover. I'm gonna have another beer. My name's Matt. I That's Jim. Jim. Thank you so much to Redtail Design for our logo, which uh, we're going to record the outro so that he just gets plugged every single time. I thought about this the other day, yeah. and I got uh, permission from uh, another band to alternate some some music and things along those lines. Uh, but I thought with uh, everything going on this week that we keep everything yeah keep everything the same for the thirtieth episode. And then we might start sampling in some other stuff. And, Sounds and good to me. Having some fun from that. So um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you do like the show, um, like it, rate it, review it, tell your friends. If you didn't like the show, nobody fucking cares about your opinion. We're the pros from Dover. Thanks for listening. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, the Dark Lord.
questions, comments, or thoughts, email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, 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 nana.